Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. I am your host this week, Hunter Hazen. Jarrett is not here. If you see him, please let us know. We are very worried. We are very Hunter, did you get the photo to put on the milk cartons? We we are in process of printing the milk carton labels. Um, they will be going out um, probably in the next four weeks. Um, so hopefully he's okay until those go out. But yeah, I think we should also on. put some on beer cans. It would be more effective. We have also changed the happiest <laughs> happiest beer on earth uh, signage to include a <laughs> photo of Jarrett Fenema. If you see him. Um, please yell Jumbo as loud as you can. He seems to be responding to that. But anyways, that only. then that only he has gone crazy and lost his mind. Anyways, as you obviously can tell, Jared's not here. I am here. Not alone. Of course, I have two co-hosts. Co-host number one is AJ Mulholland. Hello. Hello. And co-host number two, the best dad. East of the Mississippi, I have to say, is Nick Foster. And I say east of the Mississippi because I'm like the best that. dad. West yeah, you, of got, the you got the west side. I'll That's take right. the east side. Hola, everybody. It's been so, a day. <laughs> day. Currently, uh, Nick is cooking in his house um, because his AC is out. But. Yeah, that's, that's right. just the reality, right. you know. You guys come here for the entertainment, but sometimes life is just real, and it just, you know, it throws some curves balls at you. But Disney makes it all better, and these people that I'm with can bring a smile to my face. So I appreciate and depression that. burritos. <laughs> and AJ's eating a depression burrito. I don't you know. know you got to do on. what you got to do, man. It's just reality. Me. Jared yeah. missing has just sent us into a spiral. So. Yeah, we, my we, therapist we, will be hearing about this. We are lost. Sorry, Nestor. But we will find our way along this very unique episode this week. You are in for a treat. This is something that you won't see anywhere else on any of the old episodes for the happiest podcast on earth. But this week, before we get into a few announcements to give you a little teaser, this week we will be talking hidden gems of Disney Plus. Now, what we mean by hidden gems of Disney Plus is maybe something that's not on the homepage, um, but you got to type in that search bar to find, but there's a lot of great stuff out there that may be hidden and not very easy to find. So we want to kind of give you some suggestions if you have some time to check out something new on Disney Plus. But before we get to that, um, we have recently concluded March Madness for this year. So this year's March Madness bracket was animatronics inside the parks. Um, it was it was a pretty crazy one. We had the uh, the jail pirates made a run. They were our what 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 was it this year? Jackson State of the of the bracket. So yeah, yeah, the jail pirates made the a Saint run. St. Peter's, you mean St. Peter's? <laughs> Who Jackson? What? I don't know what that is. Put some respect on their name. I don't know. St. Peter's or whatever. They got beat pretty bad eventually anyways. But the Jail Pirates Pirates were a bracket buster. Um, But we can kind of go over some of the standings. Oh, and I guess, well, the final matchup obviously was Captain Jack and the Shaman uh, from Navi River Journey. And the winner that came out on top was jack sparrow from pirates of the caribbean which is Let's wild go. i am yes. shocked wait what yeah yeah and we'll we'll get there 
we'll get there. That is a reason that I'm not very happy. And I'll tell you why right now. So the team standings for the happiest podcast on earth crew in first place, or should we go? Should we go reverse order or? Yeah, let's shame the last place first. (laughs) In last place is Corey Benty with zero zero points. points. (laughs) Dead last because he forgot to fill out his bracket on time. Jared, Jared, what's my standing? Jared, Jared, what's my standing? You you don't have a bracket, sir. In seventh place uh, for us, 407th place overall um, was Andrew Bailey. That is very unfortunate for him. In sixth place for us, 351st place overall was Mel Geo. Um, In fifth place, 242nd overall was Nick Lee. Fourth place, 170th overall, AJ Mulholland. Third place, with 84th place, is Jarrett. Second place, oh man, yours truly, yeah, Hazen. <laughs> in 48th place, with 1120 points, and in first place, Nick Foster coming in Let's eighth go. place overall. Wow, top 10 everybody, I'll top take 10. It. Only you, only won. Because I had Sean and you had Jack, and Jack in the end came out with the win. Which I, Jack is not, is uh, I don't know. I'm flabbergasted. But 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 he won. I'm a man of the people. I know the people. I know where they're going to vote. That's what it boils down to, Hunter. Is Jack that great though? I mean, really, (laughs) I don't think so. I love it. I really love that animatronic. All he does is rock in a chair. Okay, but the fact that he makes people do double takes, like, is that? Is that, no, that can't. Is it him? Yeah. The fact it's that people just do he's that actually in the attraction sometimes. Is I, he yeah, really I, though? Has that ever no, been? He only, yeah, he only ever did that one time. But it's like it no, feels that way. No, yeah, and it's every still time such I a good it. animatronic. Like, yeah, it's absolutely incredible to me that a piece of machinery can mimic such like unique movements and unique mannerisms yeah. and facial expressions that well. It's yeah, beautiful. It's Kind of like the it deserves to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> kind of like the shaman of songs and uh, Navi River Journey. They they do that very well. I would say even yeah. better than Jack, but other people don't agree with me. Yeah, too so. bad. She only works like two percent of the time. Anyway, hey, hey, hey. all right. Which anyway. I can't say much because I thought I was voting for the people, so I voted for her to be in my <laughs> number one. So hence why I'm in fourth place. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that is your cast standings. Let's go to where it really matters: the overall standings of the listener submissions. Everybody including the cast. Obviously, Nick Foster was the highest out of us in eighth place. In fifth place overall with 1,460 points was Kira Tracy. I don't know why I said that like it was a question. I'm so sorry. I was reading it. Tracy, Have some confidence, man. Kira Tracy in fifth place. Congratulations. In fourth place with 1,540 points, Liberty Fenton. In third place, 1,560 points, TJ Corcoran. In second place, with 1,640 points, coming in, um, I believe that's 30 points behind our leader, was Marley Williamson. And the winner of the Happiest Podcast on Earth 2022 Bracket Challenge for Best Animatronic in the Parks, was with 1,670 points, Stephen Winkle. 
Congratulations. Nice. Congrats, Steven. Woohoo. So that's really quite the accomplishment. I mean, it is. I feel like this year was a tough bracket. So yeah. Yeah. It, it, those, those, uh, jail pirates really, really threw a loop into everything, but I thought I was yeah. looking pretty good after round one. I was basically like perfect, but anyways, it went South pretty fast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was because I had the dinosaur, the Carnotaurus going to the final four. And that was, mm. that was a bad, bad call. Yeah. Mind you. But yeah. anyways, that is a wrap for this March madness. If you have any ideas for next year, let us know. Um, we're always open to suggestions, but we'll start planning it. Um, but anyways, before we get started on the episode, does anybody else have anything they want to add real quick? Yeah, no, maybe. No, nope, we're, we're chilling. We're ready to go. Let's rock and roll. All right. I would definitely de- like defer everybody to the happiest happenings episode that Ruth's released oh, yeah. this week. Yep. Yeah, because that we covered a lot. There's been a lot of like Disney news that has come out in the last couple of weeks, especially this week in particular. So yep. go check that out if you have not already, because there's a lot of info. For sure. Check it out. Happiest Happenings should be posted as of a couple of days ago once you're hearing this. So if you haven't checked it out already, go check it out. Stay up to date with all the news, Disney related news. So now for today's episode, the hidden gems of disney plus so i'm just thinking we'll kind of go round table with this we'll kind of each take turns we each kind of throw one out there kind of chat about it if you've seen it if you haven't seen it uh for those that have seen it maybe explain it a little bit for those that haven't um and yeah we'll kind of in the end kind of all decide together is it a hidden gem is it worth checking out and then you the listeners can decide for yourself if it's worth checking out and maybe if you have some extra time this weekend or one of these weeknights coming up and you wanted to check out something new this will give you a good idea of something that might be right up your alley so who wants to lead off i can go first all right here we go a volunteer (laughs) let's go because i'm ready to get ripped apart for this because i already told the boys there's some on here that i know that they're gonna approve of and there's some on here that i'm gonna say and y'all are gonna be like no that's too mainstream or no that's dumb so we're just gonna go ahead and get that on the home screen as long as it's not on the home screen right now or i will light you up i'm gonna pull up my disney plus right now (laughs) check the receipts well here's the thing i'm kind of going with a genre because there's only a few of these on disney plus but i really love their music documentaries like Right now, the Sour film just came out for Olivia Rodrigo. There is the Long Pond Sessions for Folklore with Taylor Swift, Happier Than Ever, the Love Story to LA with Billie Eilish. Like Those ones, I love those. I think they're so beautiful, so well done. And I really love like the creative side of sing- like singer-songwriters and seeing their process and seeing all this stuff come to life. So being able to get kind of like that backstage access and the films themselves are still so like so creative and so incredible. It's not just, oh, here's some like footage when we were making this or oh, here's like what the song's about, like a boy and a girl, blah, blah, blah. Like they go really in depth into the entire process of it all. And I love those, especially since like those are my girls. It it makes my heart happy. It's my favorite thing like put on in the background as I'm like cleaning or doing stuff. I, I have I never watched any of them, but they give me like the impression of remember back in the day when they did like the concert movies they i think they did one for like justin bieber the jonas brothers yes i watch the one for reputation on netflix all the time but we're not talking about netflix so it's fine the michael jackson one i remember that okay yeah sure is that similar to like what (laughs) is that similar to what those movies are like i've never seen them um yes and no because they're still very 
very structured. Like, for example, I'll talk about the folklore one. Um, basically, she goes in with like the people who helped her create it and they'll talk about like what the inspiration was behind the song. Like, it's very intimate. Like, they're sitting around a fire half the time because they're in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. And then they'll perform the song in like an acoustic way or a new way. Like, the Olivia Rodrigo one, they pretty much took every single song and did it in a completely different like tone. And still very beautifully done like it's still a masterpiece a spectacle it's not just they're sitting there with a camera and shooting at one take but i think that kind of adds to the awe of it all so yeah, it's it's cool. yeah and it's really great because you don't have to sit there and actually pay attention to it you can just have it on in the background there's a little bit of talking and then a little bit of your favorite music it's really really easy listening and easy watching sweet nice nice i will say minus maybe a couple points because those <laughs> things are sitting front and center on the home screen right i'm now. sorry is this a game day uh, i never yeah, hear we're anyone keeping, we're keeping points <laughs> i never hear anyone talking about this except for the sour film that got a lot of press this week because it just well, got dropped the but billy eilish one i feel like was huge when it came out and then the taylor swift one was huge like they're they were all big when they came out like they yeah, had when they came out they had a homepage banner. All right, all right. But you still would, yeah, but you would still search for some of those older yeah. ones. Like, yeah. yeah. All or, of these things were big when they were released. Exactly. Well, we'll get huh. there, maybe, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. Um, but yeah, anyways, Nick, do you want to go or you want me to take number two here? Yeah, I'll go. Right. So mine is going to be a balance between nostalgia and then also I'm a dad. So I don't always have control over Disney Plus in my house. My house, um, Disney Plus is controlled by two little gremlins that I like to call my sons. Um, And so um, we'll start off with one of theirs. And honestly, this is probably on our home screen, but it may not be on everybody's home screens, especially if you're not watching a lot of like Disney Junior. And so I know that a lot of people are going to be like, Nick, I would never watch this show, but you got to give it a chance. It's called Bluey. And I know so many adults (laughs) that are, they just love, have you ever seen it, Hunter? I've heard myths. You're not quite there. You're not quite there yet, though, with Sebastian. He's not like TV watching. Yeah. Bluey is so good. Like the humor that they incorporate into the show um, for the parents, it's just, you just appreciate it. It's so good. I've talked to so many other parents about this. Um, I've posted about it on my Instagram before and I get so many DMs like, I don't know, there's just Bluey fans all over the place. And um, I think everybody should go watch it and give it a chance because it's a solid show. It's a show that's like set, I think, in Australia. Um, And it was actually made in Australia and then it was brought over to the US and added to Disney+. Plus. I, I'm bummed because there's not enough like representation in the parks with Bluey. I feel like kids would go nuts over that. Um, maybe that'll change one day, but everybody should go give Bluey a chance. It is 1000% a hidden gem on Disney+. Plus. Okay, okay, I like it. I just I like love it. the name Bluey. That's so cute. Bluey, it yeah. It is so good. Maddie and I have talked, or not talked, I mean, we've just been aware of Bluey and it is very, very popular in the gonna happen for you one day and then you're gonna come back to me and you're gonna be like nick you weren't wrong we're strictly on right now the occasional mickey mouse clubhouse yeah um so we'll we'll throw that on if it's just kind of like maybe a quick bottle time or something like that but yeah um that's that's kind of all we've we've tinkered with but i'll go next so I stumbled across something in my research yesterday and I actually watched the whole thing last night. And I think this is 
deserving of being labeled as a hidden gem. It is called The Mouseketeers at Walt Disney World. Yes, so, I love that. <laughs> that thing, that it is, A, it's nostalgic. B, it's Walt Disney World, which a lot of those old ones that you'll find kind of on Disney Plus are all like Walt Disney's Disneyland and Disneyland this, Disneyland that, the making of Disneyland. This one is based in like 76 or 77 or something like that. Um it's all about the Mouseketeers group, like going on, not necessarily, well, kind of a Disney World vacation, but they're going to like perform at the castle and they get into shenanigans, but they go from place to place on their vacation. They're chaperoned by Mr. Brown. Uh, as a parent, I have grown to admire Mr. Brown in my viewing last night, taking care of all those kids. Um, but it kind of takes you back to the early days of Walt Disney World when there wasn't a whole lot there. Um, it kind of goes through Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary Resort, Fort Wilderness, River Country are all places that it puts an emphasis on. It puts a big emphasis on River Country. Like that place looked like it was a death trap back in the day. Yeah, it looked terrifying. <laughs> like I, <laughs> the I, slides look like awful. Like yeah. there's zero safety in, incorporated into that place. They've got like a tire swing going off of a dock where a person or a child could easily just fall off and smack their head on the dock. Like, yeah, there's want to like, go that place. You well, no, it's definitely gone now. You could have before. Oh. But Isn't it like overran or something? Like they didn't actually demolish it because it would have cost too much. So it's just kind well, of well. No, they demolished it because they're building that new Fort Wilderness resort or they were going to but they actually bulldozed it now i believe i I think so um but yeah and one of the coolest things about mouseketeers at walt disney world is that it has commercials and it's it's not anything you'd expect it has commercials which i believe must have been from like the original tv airing of like in 1976 or something like that so it gives me some sci-fi dining kind of vibes of like all these different commercials for Coca-Cola and Tonka trucks and a bunch of other things that it's just, it just takes you to a different time, which is very interesting. And I actually sat and watched the commercials too. You, you can obviously skip if you wanted to, but I think it was part of the experience. So if you haven't already check out Mouseketeers at Walt Disney World, I did do a search to see if there was anyone like famous in the Mouseketeers at that time, like really famous, but I couldn't really uh, find any big names in that group. I know there's been a lot of like Mouseketeers where you're like, oh, that one was a Mouseketeer, but I couldn't find any. Um, But yeah, overall, I thought that was a pretty cool viewing experience. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Very good. Amazing. I feel like they should play that at Pop Century. They could have it playing all the time at Pop Century, I feel like. They could. I love that. All right. I'm actually going to go into one of Tilly's favorite shows. Tilly's. <laughs> Tilly, yes. For those of you who don't know, Tilly is my baby girl. She is a two-year-old golden doodle, and she loves TV. I wish I was exaggerating. She is obsessed with TV. We either put on crime shows for her. Oh. She's very intuitive. She knows who the bad guys are. We love that for her. Or animal documentaries. And so not only was I obsessed with Animal Kingdom because I worked there last summer at Kilimanjaro Safaris, but I also wanted to use the documentary, The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom as kind of a resource within my learning of all my animal facts and just, you know, tidbits about the park and such. So I was watching The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom and I realized that Tilly was watching with me and she was obsessed. 
She hates zebras, loves tigers. She has no idea what a giraffe is. Even to this day, like she's probably seen the entire series four or five times and she'll still look at the giraffes like, I know you have four legs. I know you're supposed to look like me, but you do not look like me. What is going on here? It's so I love this so much. It's the cutest thing. I have videos. I'll have to post them when we post this episode as like promo. I have videos of her watching these documentaries and it's so funny because she'll realize they're on TV and just sit down and get comfortable and watch them. But it kills me. And so like I was watching it for educational purposes, trying to learn more about my home park, about my animals. And then Tilly's just like, animals get them run what is going on it's beautiful and not only was it just entertaining for me to watch my dog but the actual show itself is so amazing you get to learn so much about not only just like the species but also the individual animals that are there so for me it was cool at kilimanjaro to be like now you've met so and so and you can see them on the magic of disney's animal kingdom in your own home blah 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 blah. so it was really cute to be able to like cross that bridge between bringing the magic home for you as well as like getting to still learn about the park because you know that's what all of animal kingdom is about is that education on the conservation and such but it's a really really cute series i highly recommend it whether you just love the animals love animal kingdom the magic of how they built the habitats things like that it's so good and so educational i like all those great entertainment for your dogs all the parks content on disney plus is always cool to check out like all the walt disney world specific and you saying animal documentary actually reminded me of one i'm gonna jump nick in line but I didn't have this one written down until you literally just said it and I just pulled it up because I watched it and remember watching it and it was awesome. Monkey Kingdom. If y'all ever watch Monkey Kingdom. Ooh. Do you think um, Tilly will like that? I think Tilly might. Um, there's a lot of a lot of cute monkeys on it. And then there's it's it's a very emotional um show. It might actually make you cry. I believe it made Maddie cry uh, when we watched it because there's one scene when there's like a group of monkeys and they're picking on another monkey and not letting him in the group to have fun. And then it starts raining. It starts raining. And then it shows the monkey like sitting on a ruin just in the middle of the rain, like all in the fetal position and he's all wet and he's so sad. (laughs) And it's like, and nobody loves this monkey. And it's just like, Oh my God. God. (laughs) But in the end, I think he becomes friends or something, but I I don't know. There's a a depression burrito. It was was so sad, but I kind of struggled a little bit. Story Hunter. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt, It wasn't his kids exiling. (laughs) Maddie is very empathetic. So she was able to relate to the monkey. I more so kind of poked fun at the monkey and was like, haha, what a loser. But anyways. Wow. (laughs) I would be on Maddie's side here. That would that would hit me in the feels for sure. Monkey Kingdom. I thought it was just gonna be like a little animal documentary like penguins or something like that but it was actually like it was a tearjerker so if you haven't seen i feel like all animal documentaries are at one point or another i'm gonna circle back one more time sorry but because i had another one that was animal documentary it's secrets of the zoo and they have a tampa version and then i believe they have another version of a um reservation up in ohio but that was also a very good one to put on for my dog you're learning a lot about the animals but they also all have you know feelings storylines relationships death life beautiful things happening, horrible things happening. And there were so many times where I'm watching it. I'm like, this animal's probably been dead for five years and I'm sitting here crying over it. Like <laughs> this- no, the, the Disney plus did an excellent job with all of their animal documentaries. Luke is obsessed with animals and he like, if I tell him to watch TV on Saturday morning, he will turn on instead of watching cartoons, he turns on animal documentaries and watches those for hours. So cute. So, yeah. It's awesome. And he loved both of those shows. 
um, and particularly loved the Animal Kingdom show because then he got to go see all of his animal friends. So definitely Ooh, highly recommend. They sure yeah. have uh, come a long way from White Wilderness in 1958, <laughs> where they killed all the lemmings by throwing them off the cliff. Stop uh, it! Is that real? Is that a real story? Yeah, they Hunter, please explain it for those of you who don't know, because it was like a Disney documentary where they were like, and now the lemmings must be forced with the decision to like jump in hopes of survival. But then they found out that the people were just throwing the lemmings off the cliff and filming it and being like, see, they jump and they try to risk it all. No, they just. They just throw them off the cliff. It was very bad. That is awful. That was this the will 50s. be a good production. It was the 50s. All right. I don't even shot. think this thing's on Disney Plus. So you're going to have to go to like. <laughs> I hope dark... it's not on Disney. You're going to have to go to like the dark web of YouTube or something the to dark... find it. I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> or watch yeah. it on TikTok. <laughs> I saw it on TikTok and it was like this clip of the shot. And then someone stitched it and was like, did you know Disney killed all of those animals? And oh, I was like, gosh. I don't think I want to hear this. And I just went, went. <clears throat> up we don't need to see that yep yep walt probably green light green lit that back in the oh, day 100 all right we gotta get off this depressing subject <laughs> moving on anyway okay we're gonna go to some uh of my nostalgia so it's hard for me to pick one of these i'm thinking disney channel original movies and like i said it's very hard for me to pick one of these obviously love watching the high school musical movies big fan of those but the one that popped into my head when I thought Disney Channel original movies, the first movie that popped into my head was Cadet Kelly, because your boy had the biggest crush on Hilary Duff um, when she was introduced into our lives with Lizzie McGuire, which is another show that I often go back and watch on Disney Plus. Right. Um, but yeah, all of the Disney Channel original movies, there's so many good ones. Uh, Brink, Motocross, um, double teamed there's so many incredible disney channel original movies that just like take me back to a place where life was more simple <laughs> um i don't know friday nights like disney channel movie marathons were like a thing um and yeah if you want to like go back and, and remember the good old days i highly recommend just searching for some of your favorite old movies and there probably are some on there that you don't even remember existed so yeah, and while we're on the DCOM segment of the episode, the Even Stevens movie, that was my yes, favorite. Yes, absolutely. Love it. Even Stevens was one of my favorite shows, and I've gone back and watched it. I gotta say. AJ wouldn't know. She was four I years have old. No rec- I was not allowed to watch oh, things no. that had no like real educational value to them, and I feel like Even <laughs> Stevens was one of those things oh, that were just Stevens. like dumb. It was oh, just yeah. like dumb comedy, yeah. so I wasn't allowed to watch it. Mom, if no, you're listening, whatsoever. this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was I so can't relate to them. It was so good. All right. Well, yeah, I, I highly recommend searching some of your old Disney Channel. Oh yeah. Go down. Go down the decom rabbit hole. Rabbit uh, hole on Disney Plus and just kind of type in whatever you remember. And then the best part is, if you find one, you just got to go to recommendations after that, and there's the rest of the decom movies. Yep, you so. just keep going on to the next for yeah, sure. Speaking yeah. of old shows, though, while you guys were talking about. Um, like Disney parks and TV shows and you were talking about the Mouseketeers I also thought about the fact that I have specifically searched for the Boy Meets World uh, Disney episode Um, I'm trying to remember what season it was but I know that it's called The Happiest Show on Earth which you know awesome Um, but that also brings all the nostalgia not only because 
I loved Boy Meets World as a kid, but also because it takes you on an adventure around Disney parks. So highly recommend really just going back and watching the entire Boy Meets World series. It's so good. Yeah, Boy Meets Meets World was awesome and not Disney Plus, but the Full House Disney World episode was also good. Yeah, incredible for sure. But yeah, sweet. Um, I'll throw one in there. So it was... I mean, it was on the homepage, I guess, once upon a time, kind of like AJ stuff that she's been mentioning. Um, But the Disney Parks Sunrise series and the Zenimation, the Zenimation is more mainstream, I think, than the Sunrise. The Zenimation's awesome. Um, But that's like the Netflix moving art, throwing on one of those, the Sunrise or the Zenimation is always good. If you're just, you're not even watching TV, maybe you're cleaning the house, Um, maybe Baby Bash is playing in the living room you just want to throw something on um but yeah i i definitely definitely love those and also because sunrise in the parks is one of my favorite times to be there specifically animal kingdom at sunrise before rope drop get that breakfast reservation before the park opens and it is perfect amazing but anyways that was mine i do have two more but i don't want to you said something that made me remember one so Oh. I gotta say it while it's on my mind. You said Once Upon a Time, which is huh? a show that aired on ABC for a period of time. I don't know if anybody has ever watched Once Upon a Time. It started to get kind of weird towards the end, um, but the first few seasons were really solid. It takes like Disney characters and makes them live action, and it has a lot of twists involved. Um, but it is on Disney Plus. I just looked and confirmed that. So if you guys ever want to check that out, it's really interesting. Uh, it's fascinating seeing some of your Disney characters and like the way that they portray them. Uh, um, I'd say it's it's not necessarily a show for kids, um, but definitely for the adults. I, I feel like I really enjoyed it. Francie and I watched it when it was airing. Um, like I said, it, it does kind of get weird towards the end, but check it out. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, they used to have the, uh, was it Rumpelstiltskin store yeah. window at Streets of America? That was that was always a cool thing to see. Rumpelstiltskin plays a big role in this show. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, nice. AJ, you got any more on your list before I go through my last Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, you guys are going to make fun of me again. I really like the modern stuff, okay? Like, yes, I have those shows from my childhood where I'm like, okay, cute. But I won't wa- I don't watch things over and over again. Very rarely do I go back and watch something again and again and again. But so my modern one is going to be the Mickey shorts, the one where he looks absolutely deranged. Oh, no, those are awful. No, I'm obsessed with them because I think it's so funny that the animators took such like absolute absurd, realistic, crazy emotions and animation styles for them. And if you, if you've seen them, you know what I'm talking about. And like, that's a, let's be real here. Animation, even from years past, things get blown out of proportion. You know, they turn into balloons. All of a sudden their limbs are falling off. You know, their eyes turn into hearts and beep out of their head. Like, you know, things are crazy to prove a point. That's just how animation's always been with Disney. But the fact that now like animators have the intricacy to make things like second by second, frame by frame. And even better animation skills and styles than they'd had before. So now they can make these crazy, just absurdist facial expressions. If you don't know what I'm talking about, 
go look at the Mickey shorts, take five minutes just to Mm. see everything. And your brain is just going to kind of melt a little bit because there's so much going on, but that's exactly, but that's exactly why I love it because they're an absolute chaotic manic show. And that's what my brain thrives on. So that's what we're here for. I love them. If you want to check out, Goofy looks like a crackhead. Yeah, that's the only major issue I have with those is Goofy. Like justice for Goofy, he looks just so Goofy. Bad. Mickey looks like a crackhead. Don't only sometimes. Like, they all look yeah. like crackheads. <laughs> they're yeah, they're all a little terrifying sometimes in their own right. But I think it's hysterical, and they're yeah. so fast paced. Like that's my favorite part about going and staying at a Disney resort is turning on the cartoons. Same. My cruise this last weekend. That's all we watched were Disney cartoons. Yeah, you have a long day at the parks. You just get to like sit in bed and watch the Mickey shorts, and they just oh. released the new spring one have you watched it yet aj i have not what uh, so good what? fine i'll be doing out. that after this <laughs> hold on you said cruise and that reminded me so the first time that i well not the first time the most recent disney cruise i went on was a long time ago it was pre-disney plus and they right. had the feature of watch whatever thing you wanted so disney what is on it on demand. cruise right now is it yep, disney plus or is it disney on demand it's disney on demand it has all of the shows <sighs> well i would say 90 percent of the shows um oh did you guys know big hero 6 is canon and mcu according to the disney cruise line yeah Oh yeah. According to the Disney Cruise Line. Well, in MCU, I don't know about that. Is canon in the MCU. I have a oh, it is. Okay, see, then that makes a little more sense because we have a video. When you go into Disney on demand on the cruise ship, it has like the different categories, like you know, DCOMs, things like that, Marvel, Pixar, blah, blah, blah. And when you go into Marvel, Big Hero 6 pops up as a Marvel movie. It is Marvel. It is Marvel. I know that for sure. I don't know if it is. I didn't know that. Well, I'm saying it's, it's MCU now. Um, I need them. To, I need Baymax to roll up. But anyways, <laughs> if we can get him in the Avengers. That would could you imagine? Oh my gosh. <laughs> he he was an Endgame. You just got to zoom in way in the back. <laughs> He's in portals. But if he was y'all... just helping, hugging people. <laughs> oh my god! I say I didn't know it was inspired and or produced and or anything by Marvel. So we saw that mm-hmm. and we're like, it's canon. Yeah, They're it in the Marvel MCU. After the day I've had, I could really use a Baymax in my life right now. (laughs) You and me both, kid. Oh, man. But if you ever wanted to check out a good cartoon, like good animation, um, branching off of AJ's recent suggestion, you should check out... Oh, you like it? I hate it so much. Of it's course, so good. Hunter. Of course, anyway. I love it. Everything oh, you love, just everything. so everybody knows, everything that Hunter hates, I love. Oh, so, I just—it's not a bit. It's real life. I this can't is reality. Damned it! It's so bad. Damn but anyways, it. I honestly, to this day, I've not seen a full episode of any of those cartoons. I turn on three and, minutes long. Oh, I can't make it through. I turn oh on like, uh, 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 and then meanwhile, my brain is like hardwired then, into it. And then, though, I run back to my hidden gem on Disney Plus, the old Goofy cartoons. I'm talking um, the Olympic champ, Goofy's double dribble, dribble, uh, the art of skiing, how to swim, how to fish, how to play football, how to play baseball, Goofy, night for a day. All those ones where our guy, the Goof, is just doing his own thing. They had one. Where it was like how to set up your home theater also. No, I think that's the how to play football one. I can't quite remember, but I don't know if that <laughs> one's on there. But those, that the collection of like goofy shorts was kind of like my thing. Those are those are the ones that I like. That's my modern day disgusting Mickey animation favorite. You know, as to AJ, <laughs> that's what mine is. <laughs> but anyways. I'm sure they're great. 
They are. They're, they're, that is how I think Goofy was meant to be. He was not yeah. meant to be visibly stinky. I don't think he does look. He does look really bad in the new shorts. He that's the only issue I have with the new shorts. It's yeah, looks for Goofy. looks pretty homeless, and he's not homeless according to Mickey Mouse's clubhouse. So come on, let's get the cannon straight, people. <laughs> all right. Anyways, um, I do have. We're two all about more. continuity here, AJ. Yeah, I have I have one. On I have one for you, AJ, and I didn't even see it, but I saw it as I was searching the 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 trenches of Disney plus, and I've never seen it pop up on the homepage before. And I don't know if you know it exists or not, because I think it was from before you were born, Oh boy! Um, but it is Hercules, the animated series. Have you seen that? Excuse me. <laughs> there, Have you not seen what? that? No, I didn't even know that existed. Hercules. I, if any of you knew this existed series. and did not tell me, we are no longer friends. Hercules. Hunter, thank you for telling me. The animated I'm series right. came out in 1998. It has hey, it's the year I was born. Okay. Okay. One season of, oh my gosh, one season, 65 episodes. <gasps> Each episode is about 25 minutes long. All right. I'm watching that tonight. <laughs> I think I just filled. Hold on. Let me get my calculator. Do the math. Out. How long am I going to have to stay up for this? How many, how many hours do I need to call out tomorrow? What's 65 times 25 divided by 60 it is 27 hours of fine new i'm calling Hercules out tomorrow and i'm just watching them all the way through yeah yeah but it looks like it's all it's all like well no it's kind of mixed up i was gonna say it's all like young hercules i think like kind of when he was in the training phase that's what they look like they're going for yeah animation but yeah you're striking a memory i think i kind of remember this show yeah, i, I think like... i watched it on disney channel like back yeah, in the day yeah i'm so excited but yeah i just i i figured you would have had to have heard about that but i guess not no, it's rated I've uh never tv y7 uh so oh. it's very appropriate for all ages over Dang seven it, i'm not old enough <laughs> well you weren't seven in 1998 so that's probably why but, yeah. I might have not even been born when this came out, to be honest <laughs> with you. We're on the cusp there. Yeah. So just thought I'd throw that one out there. But and I'm you, two, so uh, you two got any more before we close out? AJ, you got two more? I got two more. All right. What you got? Perfect. Okay. So I'm going to go off with my main screen one. Again, I just think this is a great series. Whether or not it's a hidden gem, who cares? Behind the attraction. I don't think this series got nearly enough love as it should have. And when I was watching this, I sat there and I was like, who is this narrator? Who is this narrator? Who is this narrator? I know at the back of my head. And it's Paige Brewster. Excuse me, Paget Brewster. I don't think that's how you say your name. I have no idea. Y'all will know her as Emily Prentice from Criminal Minds. And I'm obsessed what? with, right? I'm obsessed with Criminal Minds. So as soon as I realized that was her, it was weird to like differentiate Miss FBI killer. And then... Here, we're talking about the Tower of Terror. And it's a very comedic show. Like, yes, it's very informational, mm, but she yeah. definitely has no, like, I remember it. yeah, she has like lots of like quick jabs and like one liners and things like that. It's very cheesy, but it's a very, very good show. And it really gives you the imaginary side of things and has some really, really great visuals. It's very gorgeous and kind of an art form in on its own of like how it describes the different rides. And each t- episode is very heavily tailored to that ride. And it's really, really, really fascinating. I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen um, Behind the Attraction to go ahead and give it a watch. Even if you just pick and choose like the Star Tours episode for me, I think that's what really brought Star Tours a new love in my heart. and makes me appreciate really? it more. It's yeah, it's a really good episode. See, 
I think, and Nick's going to say something when I say this, but I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with it. I accept it. Um, I wish they had more than one season. First off, I remember when this came out and um, it was like one of the launch shows for Disney plus, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I remember being disappointed when I watched this because it was so in your face and I was like, just tell me about freaking star tours. And she's it's like, a lot, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh. Just, naturally I, Hunter found something. I couldn't, I, couldn't, like, <laughs> I couldn't take it seriously. I was like, oh yeah. I think like, somebody, pandering things, Hunter, to me, like, somebody needs things. to do a study on the three of us. Like why do Nick and I, like, why do we have this brain that needs like constant stimulation? And like, we probably need therapy, honestly. Like, <laughs> why like do we stuff in medication? No, we're just, we're just generally happy people. We have our offense where we need depression burritos, but for the <laughs> most part, AJ and I like to see the positive sides of things. Like yeah. that's why our bathroom rankings were the same. We like to see the positive sides of the Hunter is a perfectionist. Them. Nothing <laughs> is good enough for Hunter. Too so. meticulous. He needs I, it slowed down. Meanwhile, me and Nick yeah. are like on. This will, is great. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> hey, Star Cruiser bathrooms, top of my list now. Anyways, since we're throwing oh. bathroom talk out there, nobody anyways, else can relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe one day. Um, but oh, anyways, rip. anyways, I know I have to pick everything apart. But it, I, that was my one tick where I like I struggled to get through an episode when I like wanted to know, like, tell me about Jungle Cruise, please. But like, don't talk to me <laughs> like I'm four years old. And I'm but like, it's kind of meant for. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's, it's meant for us. Like, but it's kind of nice. It's great. <laughs> it helps it. me keep up. Oh, Hunter, <laughs> Hunter, Hunter! I guess it's... it's people like you that helps make things better. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, oh, um, I've got I've got one last one, and I'll throw it out there. I'm sure it's not popular with y'all, but because it's old, um, but it's the old the old Davy Crockett's. Those were my uh, those were my bread and butter growing up. The yeah, for sure. Especially the Alamo one. They're pretty intense. If you have young yeah. children, it's pretty intense actually to watch. Um, but it was I'm pretty sure. I don't know what the rating was, but let me pull it up. I'm I don't think sure. it was super intense because it used to be on like like way back in the day when like our parents watched Disney Channel. I mean, it was um, rated would PG. Do like, right? Yeah, when they would do like the like Sunday nights. I'm trying to think of what they would call it. Like the wonderful world of Disney, I think. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's those are the shows that would air for them. But My brother wasn't... and I used to wake up like before school every morning at like 5 a.m. to watch like Davy Crockett. Yeah. Um yeah. Small Fox, I think, is another one of those types of shows. But okay. yeah, but we yeah, used to watch that all the time. Good the good Davy pick, Crockett, Hunter. the Davy Crockett movie. Uh it was PG. But like back then, PG then is like PG thirteen now because like it has the Alamo in it. There's like there's death in that show, which is kind of wild. Uh, but anyways, I thought Davy Crockett was cool. He was kind of like that. Um, that uh, I guess you'd say like uh, Western hero kind of guy, and that old timey westerns kind of had that character going for him. And then Davy Crockett and the River Pirates kind of underrated not a lot of people know about it with mike fink and the book the keel boat race um used to have an attraction at old disneyland the keel boats you could ride uh but i thought that was pretty cool too but anyways just throwing those out there if you've never seen it's a good one yeah i have one last one to add as well and that's just chronicles of narnia another movie series that takes me back um 
not quite to childhood, but I did read the books when I was younger. Um, but yeah, just another solid movie series that probably doesn't show up on a lot of people's home screens, but a lot of people might remember those movies and want to go watch them. So mm-hmm. have fun. Have fun. <laughs> and then I just have one more. <laughs> this one's really stupid. Oh, it's gosh. It's basically a Marvel short. Um, it's called All Hail the King. And it's this itty, 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 bitty quick episode based on the Mandarin from Iron Man 2. Or excuse oh, me, Iron Man. I like that. Two or three question mark. I think it was Iron Man 3. I don't know. They all blur together at some point based on the Mandarin. And I remember when I watched this film, I was obsessed with the Mandarin. I thought he was such a hysterical and complex character. But it's basically this itty bitty short, like it should have been an end credit scene, but they were like, you know what? We got a funny character. Let's let's roll with it. The script is going to be its own little thing. It's so freaking funny. It is chef's kiss, 10 out of 10. And there is a twist at the end that made me go gasp, audible, screaming. At least so good. Prior to something coming out, I don't, it was 2014 it came out. So I don't, I don't know, but I feel like it was supposed to be no it feels like it's supposed to be an end credit scene because it does it does lead into the 10 rings and such like it does lead into yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. so yes like shan chi it does have a tie into that but it feels like it was supposed to be an end credit scene and the writers just kept writing and they're like screw it make it its own film yeah (laughs) i feel like 2014 was a really long time ago when it came out and i feel like i discovered it like when shang chi was like in promotion like about to come Mm -hmm. out i think they like bumped it in disney plus for like a month and like put well, it on the homepage, but like and a lot of people since. were um like you know every time a marvel film comes out especially if it's like a new hero or a new storyline people go through and they're like okay here's the films you need to watch in order to understand this yeah and that's how i found this was a lot of people were saying you need to watch all hail the king and i was like what are they talking about what is this but then it made my heart really happy because i love the mandarin so it was so good yeah no <laughs> it's really funny if you're a marvel fan go watch it no for sure well i like that one all right well that's just, I think we had a good list of suggestions there. We were all worried, like, oh, we're not going to know what to bring up. But it's crazy. One thing leads to another, and it just kind of starts sparking your your brain a little bit whenever you think about, like, DCOM, all those kind of ones, and uh, the animated shorts and all that kind of stuff. But there is a lot more to Disney Plus than a lot of people ever see if you're just surfing that homepage. So Meets don't be end. afraid to hit that search button. Find something new. You don't have to just wait until the next episode of Moon Knight comes out or something like that. There's plenty of love Moon Knight time. Moon Knight is pretty scary. Honestly, it, it I lo- if I loved Split, though, I don't know if y'all ever saw Split. It's I split. loved it's very split. it's very split. It's so good. All right. Well, do y'all have any final words before we go on this week's episode? No, I no. just need to pull up Hercules the Animated Series. So let's hop off so I can start watching. Hercules the Animated Series. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for listening. This has been the happiest podcast on earth, minus Jared. No Jumbo this episode, but you got to hey, hey. And we are signing off now is Hunter, AJ, and Nick. And we will see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Later.